0: Lord Krishna is giving some pragmatic directions on how to live in this world and relate to others Nowadays we hear much talk about Relationships and how we should always try to have nice relationships. But the compilers of the Niti Shastras, Niti Shastra means direction on morality and ordinary behavior. They're not so unre- unrealistically idealistic. They're more pragmatic. That not, not that we simply see everyone as a friend so if There is behavior by which one can be recognized as an enemy And such person should be dealt with as such This is the practical world Now, in Bhagavad Gita Such terms are mentioned also Suhrit, ritri, suhrit mitrari udasinah. Madhyasta Dvesha Bandhushu Krishna mentions different kinds of people Suhrit this word is given here also heart to heart friend well uh, well-wisher more than, Mitra also means well-wisher but Suhrit means heart to heart not just well-wishing but prepared to give one's very own heart or one's life him. So, suhrit mitrari, mitra, means, well-wisher, someone who has our best interests at heart. Then, arī, this word is given here, enemy. Then, udāsina. Udāsin means, not an enemy, not a friend, and doesn't really care whether you live or die, either way. They indifferent, the word is given here. This is different to, this is different to, there's another word, Neuropeksha, which means neutral. But Udasin has a different meaning, it's a slightly different meaning. Niropeksha means that uh, he's neutral, he's not committed this way or the other. But Udasin means he just doesn't care at all. There's nothing. I've got nothing to give from you, or, nothing to give you or nothing to take from you, just nothing to do with you udasi sadhu is supposed to be udasi is common word for sadhu it means he's detached from this material world he's not he's neither he's not attached to it or, and he's not he has nothing to do with it He's just whatever goes on if the if the whole world blows up it's all you know whatever happens it's all the same to him if if someone makes him a king okay and if someone punches him in the face, it's all, this is supposed to be sadhu behavior. So, Suhrin Mitraryudasina, Veshi Su, what is that? Uh, I left one word out. Suhrin Dvesha, Bandhu, Dvesha means one who's uh, inimical. Bandhu means friend. So these are all different grades dveshi, one who is dveshi, it's like Ari, but Ari means out and out enemy, and dveshi means one who has bad feeling towards, and bandhu means some kind of friend. So these are all the different grades of people. And Krishna recommends that a sadhu be uh, neutral in respect to all of them, and or even, even more that Krishna says about his devotees, that, that, uh, what is that? Maitra Karana chā, Adveshta Sarva bhūtāna Maitra Karana chā. One should be a friend to everyone and not be inimical towards anybody. One should be merciful towards all, well-wisher of all. So that is the sadhu platform. But in practical dealings, it may be somewhat different. We have to see how everyone is behaving also, and deal with them equally as Prabhupāda, and and deal with them accordingly. Equal behavior to all, but yatāvat, according to the situation of others. One should not be a fool, as Prabhupāda gave the example, that a devotee loves all, living beings. Well, that doesn't mean he embraces a tiger. You love the tiger, but you love him not by offering your body as food to him. Of course, that may be that Shibhi Maharaj became famous for offering his body as food to a hawk. But generally this is not recommended. That one has to... Because the devotee has a mission in this world. Udasin sadhu the neutral or indifferent sadhu like I said he doesn't care where the world blows up or what happens and it's all the same to him but a devotee of the Lord is neutral he's detached from this world but at the same time he has a mission in this world to serve the, he has to serve the purpose of Krishna that's why Krishna told Arjuna there are so many uh, so many instructions Krishna gave Arjuna on neutral behavior that suke duke labha that you should be neutral, you should be equipoised in loss or gain, happiness or distress. But tatuyodhaspa nevertheless you should fight. You shouldn't care whether you whether you win or lose, but at the same time you should fight. And fight means that not just doing a drama, you should fight with foe with full intention to win. So what does this mean? This means that one is neutral on the material platform. He doesn't care what happened. For his own personal sake, he doesn't care what happens. But because Krishna was telling Arjuna, I want you to fight, therefore he should fight with more determination than those who are fighting for their own sense gratification, because he's doing it for Krishna. Often we see that those, those who are working for their sense gratification. They are very committed. They work very hard all day and night. They are very much concerned. how I will get plenty of money. But those who have dedicated their lives to serve Krishna, they are also doing some service to Krishna, but not with the same commitment. It's, do a little bhajan, a little seva, like this. Not very committed. but. Actually, if we're committed to the service of Krishna, then we should be, just like the karmis are working hard for sense gratification, we should be even more so working for Krishna, because we have a better motive. But often we see that devotees have committed their life in the service of Krishna, but not as seriously as the karmis have committed their life in the service of sense gratification. So a devotee is not a fool that he's committed his life in the service of the senses. But he shouldn't, he's detached from that, but he shouldn't simply be neutral. But he should be very positively engaged in the service of Krishna, fully committed in the service of Krishna. So here are some practical ideas are being given also. devotee is not simply a an unrealistic idealist, but he has to see how to live in the world. Prabhupada, he often quoted Chanakya Niti Shastra, and he told this should be taught in the (laughs) Gurukul. Now we see Pallad Maharaj he was being taught by his teachers, whose names were Shanda Amaraka, his teachers, (coughs) teachers. Shanda and Dharmarka, who were teaching the principles of politics, which are Sama, Beda, Dana, Danda. Try to pacify someone by sweet words. This means how to deal with enemies, how to do, or even not even enemies, but potential enemies. Here Krishna says, Udāsīno Varja That those who are indifferent, they should be treated like, a, they should be rejected in the same way as an enemy. Because someone who is indifferent, they can go either way. Therefore we say that, the saying is there, if you're not for me, you're against me. There's something like that. Jesus said something like that. Those who are not for me are against me. So, one is expected to commit in the state, in, in, a, in a totalitarian state, it's, sometimes someone may, may become under suspicion if he's not fully enthusiastic to praise the leader and to go along. If he's, if he's neutral, he's a, he's a suspect. Unless he's fully committed to follow the, whatever the stupid program may be. So here Krishna is giving the idea, Udasina Rivad Varja One who is neutral, should be careful. So Prahlad Maharaj is being taught these principles that one who's neutral, he could, could go the other way or he could be already going the other way. You don't know what he's doing privately. So you call him and speak to him sweetly and say that, you know, it's not so good to be against the state authorities or whatever it may be. So you try and pacify him by sweet words. If that doesn't work, then the next stage is Bhid, divide and rule policy. The British, they were expert at this. In British in ruling India, how they took over India, just a few people the, the population of Britain is far less than that of India, and they 're also at a long distance away and they don 't speak the language and they, they had so many dis, so many disadvantages. How could the British take over India? not by force it wasn 't possible. they used force but but they were expert in. Divide and rule policy. Turning one against the other. And it seems to be quite easier in India because in India, the Indian society, there are so many divisions. There are already so many means. People are divided by language, by religion, by caste, now by political party also. There are so many divisions. So, samabheda. Now if that doesn't work, dana, give someone a position. That if they made so much opposition, they tell them, look, why be against? Join us, bribe him. You become a minister in our government. That's what we find in the coalition government. They're fighting each other. In the election, they're fighting each other, calling each other bad names, accusing and then they see afterwards, oh, we have to join together and then we can make the government. So they join together. And then they're friends. And then after some time they split up again. But give someone a post. Why are you making so much trouble? Here, become a minister. Why are you accusing us of corruption? You join us in corruption, this is what you want. You also get the money. And if that doesn't work, then done Smash them. Beat them with a stick shoot them. Firing is Some in explaining this in one lecture. Danda means firing squad. (laughs) It doesn't work. Simply shoot them. So these are practical principles for living in the material world. Arjuna was a kshatriya. So, at the same time he was a devotee, but he was expected to act as a kshatriya also. Even Brahmin is living in this world. A Brahmin, he may be very neutral because he's, he doesn't care. If anyone gives him money, he doesn't care. He may not even, he may reject even. There are so many cases of traditionally learned Brahminas, they were given, the kings would give, you take one bag of gold. They would, they like to give so many gifts just to enkind. They would call all the Brahmins and have them recite Shastra and debate with each other and everyone they would give some gift and those who are more expert in debate and more learned, they would give them more, they would honor them more. But there are other brahmins who they wouldn't take, they refused. They refused to take on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's principle that if one eats food given by a materialist, and here the analogy has been given, taking money also, then the mind becomes contaminated, and if the mind becomes contaminated, one cannot think of Krishna, and if one cannot think of Krishna, then his whole life is spoiled. So, on that principle, many Brahmanas in the past, they refused to accept rajadhan, money from kings. They weren't even supposed to see. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very strict. He didn't even, he didn't want to see a king. Because a king is involved in sense gratification. Very strongly so. It's concerned, the king is a dangerous person. is advised not to come too close to a king or a guru. Don't come too close, because if you invoke their displeasure, then you're in trouble. And king, you know, he can immediately off with your head, chop your head off. So one should not come very close to what a king. Or a guru, or what else is there? Poison an animal with horns one should not this is also Chanakya this you'll find all this in niti Shastra don't come too close to a king, a guru a brahmana maybe said a brahmana also any because any brahmana is guru he can immediately curse you. If you do the wrong thing immediately curse you. there are so many shastras Mahabharat is full of stories of <laughs> Someone says the wrong thing at the wrong time. Some, some Apsaras, they see, they see some nice young Brahmin boy and they want to marry him, he's not interested, so one catches his leg, one catches his arm, there are five of them. One catches one arm, another catches the other, another catches one leg, another catches the other leg, and the other one kisses him, and they immediately, they're cursed. To become crocodiles. It's dangerous dealing with Brahmins. So uh, one should be very careful in his dealings. A uh, king, especially, he's very much involved in this material world. Krishna's instructions to Arjuna, they may seem unrealistic for Arjuna, that he's telling him that you. Krishna is telling Arjuna that you have to be neutral. Adveshta, he's telling him to fight and at the same time, Adveshta sarva bhutanam. My devotee is very dear to me, and who is my devotee who has no bad feeling to anyone? And at the same time he's telling him to fight. And Arjuna certainly had very bad feeling, especially of course towards Duryodhana, he had very bad feeling towards them. And um, later on, after Abhimanyu was killed, he had very bad feeling. And already had a very bad feeling towards Jayadratha because he already tried to kidnap Draupadi. So, a bad feeling. And then again, there was good feeling. The main reason he didn't want to fight, not, he didn't mind so much having bad feeling towards Duryodhana and company. But he had good feeling towards... The guru, two of especially, two of his gurus, especially Bhishma, Drona, they were his gurus. Then also, uh, who is that? The king of Madra, Shalya. He's also elderly, respected, well-wisher. Only by cheating, he was by Duryodhana's tricks, he came on the side of the Kauravas. He was coming with his army to join the Pandavas, and along the way there were so many receptions arranged for him, and nice, so many things, so many arrangements, so he said, oh, so he sent a message that, oh, thank you for arranging for this, then we'll certainly fight with all valor on your side. Then he found out that Duryodhana had arranged it, so Duryodhana by tricks took him into his party. Then when he came into his party, and he fought. He wasn't like Arjuna on the mental platform. Now I have to fight. Karna, very bad feeling towards Karna. But good feeling towards, basically good feeling towards, very, very. he didn't, that was the main reason he didn't want to fight. Okay. That how can I fight? How can we enjoy this world after killing the gurus, the great persons who are worshipable. So Krishna is speaking that one has to be neutral, over and above neutrality, the devotee is inclined, is favorable to everyone, but over and above all these considerations is to follow the order of Krishna. Krishna says that and so many qualities he gives uh, of who Bhakta who has all these qualities he is my devotee but devotee means who has to follow the order of Krishna. So relationships it's a very complicated matter. Very complex. As long as we are in this world we have to deal with people in different ways but at the same time we should always remember smaram nityam and everything here is temporary so whatever relationships it may be in the material world it's adhyanta banta kongtaya." everything has a beginning and an end so that same thing also Krishna says tatamana apamana yoho in, in man and apaman, if one is respected or insulted either way One should be equal because it's all temporary. Why should we be so much concerned? Whatever anyone says or does, or why should we be so much concerned to make friends in this on the material platform, or what anyone says about us? Why should we be concerned? It's all temporary. With that vision, we can be the friend of everyone by giving by. Acting in such a way that they can be elevated in Krishna consciousness. So, on the material platform, we should. this friends, enemies, it's all meaningless. It's all meaningless. Who is the so called friend in this material world? They are the enemy. Our so called friend. If we're a so called friend, and we like, oh, let's go to a party together, let's go for a picnic together. Friendship, but actually it's mutual enmity because they're not helping each other to be Krishna conscious. So they're helping each other to spoil their human form of life. So the so called friendship or the so called love in this material world mother's love. The mother loves the child so much, but if she doesn't want him to be Krishna conscious, then she's the enemy. The super the so called love is only superficial. So these material relationships—they're all. They're, here it said, udasina rivaadvaraja." Or the, the neutral person and the enemy—they should be rejected. But actually, who is an enemy? Who does not teach us Krishna consciousness? Who does not help us to be Krishna conscious? And who is our suhit? Who is the real friend? Who can? Help us to advance in Krishna consciousness. Therefore, that, uh, that is stated that. Prati janme janme pita mata pai. Guru Krishna nahi hi hai. In every life, we get a father and a mother. We are very attached to our father and a mother. But the snakes and dogs and cats, they also have a father and mother. We had so many fathers and mothers. But not in every life do we get, every life we have a father and mother, but to get the opportunity to serve Guru and Krishna, that is unusual. That is a very great opportunity. So getting that opportunity, we should serve Guru and Krishna with all heart and soul. So here, Krishna is speaking on the material platform, which we also have to, in practical dealings, we have to take into consideration. But we also, we, devotee lives in this world, but not of this world. Padma Patrami Krishna gives the example. The lotus is grows in the water, but it's not, of it's above the water also. Or if water falls on the lotus leaf, it doesn't stay. Just if there, Kamala Dala Jala Jivana Talamana, water comes on the lotus leaf, and it goes. So a whole life is like that, is temporary, flickering. So a devotee lives in this world for the sake of serving Krishna. But because he is serving Krishna, he's not of this world. Therefore, he's not a fool. He lives in this world in a way that is uh, suitable. He interacts with people in different ways. In a, in a in a suitable manner, according to the necessity of how they should be reciprocated with. But at the same time, he acts in a way that is ultimately for everyone's benefit. We see many times, Prabhupada, he would be angry at someone and then his anger would just completely go. He was angry just for the sake of instructing them, but internally he didn't feel any, there's no bad feeling. Whereas you find someone else, I've seen people. They have some small argument, and they remember for fifty years. They never give up their enmity over some small thing. You'll find there are so many. There's so much bad feeling even between nations. They not even. They can't even remember what for, but just they hate each other. That's all. They've had so many wars, and they always remember how. You did this, and they did that, and in Ireland the the Catholics and the Protestants are fighting over some, the Protestants every year have a procession to, the victory procession, celebrating the Battle of the Boyne, which took place about 400 years ago, when the Protestants defeated the Catholics in a battle, and they're still fighting, and their ancestors, all the Protestants and, and Catholic ancestors, they're all in hell anyway. And they're fighting over this. So uh, this is foolishness. But devotee, on the other hand, someone may treat him very badly. And he learns, oh, such a person. But he doesn't intrinsically have any bad feeling. Doesn't doesn't hate anybody. Hatred this is a very bad emotion. So, Krishna consciousness means love. So even if one may have definitely the, the body has strong feelings. He's not a stone. He's not he's like, like not, this Mayavadi sadhu. He's not just indifferent to everything. He has strong feelings, but they're centered on Krishna. He, he, may, <laughs> he has may have strong bad feelings just like, against the Mayavadis, because they're envious of Krishna. But he doesn't intrinsically hate them. If they become krishnavadis or Tatravadis, they understand the actual truth, then he embraces them. He wants that. So this is how a devotee lives in this world. Indifferent in one sense, but very much involved in another sense. Just like sometimes devotee. That story was given, this Gurudas told the story of how Prabhupada, this Gurudas was serving in Vrindavan, helping to build the Krishna Balaram temple. And Prabhupada flew in at Delhi, Palam Airport, which is now Indira Gandhi Airport. So Prabhupada was sitting in the car. He didn't say anything. They were driving for about half an hour. Prabhupada said nothing. And Gurudas was waiting for something and Prabhupada, the resident of Vrindavan, is preaching the glories of Vrindavan all over the world, is now going to Vrindavan, driving to Vrindavan. So Guru Das was waiting for Prabhupada to say something and he thought he'd say something about Vrindavan. So after half an hour, Prabhupada spoke, he said, cement, in those days the cement was rationed. Everything was rationed except air, practically, in India. Everything was under ration. You remember? Yeah. So Prabhupada said, cement. We have to get more cement. Unless we have more cement, how can we build this temple? He said, you have to go and see the government ministers and get a quota released. More cement. Prabhupada was talking about Vrindavan, but very practical also, how we have to get cement to build a temple by which so many people from all over the world will come taking interest in Krishna in Vrindavan. So Prabhupada could have spoken anything, he could have spoken about Krishna-lila, Bhagavad philosophy, but at this point he spoke about cement how we have to get cement to serve Krishna. So a devotee very practically lives in this world, thinking of Krishna, how to serve Krishna. Arjuna had to fight. So when you're fighting, you have to concentrate so hard that at any moment someone may kill you. You have to to be seeing very, very alert, and then which kind of weapons to use, and which may be attacked on all sides, or where to respond, how to respond. It takes complete absorption. Krishna said, Think of me, that's the first thing, and fight. So even though he's absorbed in fighting, at the same time absorbed in Krishna. So this is, Prabhupada showed the practical example. He wasn't simply some pie in the sky, Gandharva Pura, Sadhu, but very practically living in this world, how to serve Krishna, living in this world. And that means we have to interact with so many kinds of people, even within our movement. Satsarup Maharaj said one time that, you know, having come to this movement, I'm associating with with so many people I would never have... They're not at all the kind of people I would have chosen to associate with previously, because he's very intellectual person, and in Prabhupada's movement there are so many different kinds of non-intellectuals and some very rough kinds of people also. But having come to this movement, then we would rather associate with someone, even if they're somewhat rough, but they're serving Krishna, than someone even who's very well behaved, very intellectual or whatever, but they are udasi in the matter of serving Krishna. Udasin means we should be indifferent to this material world, not indifferent to Krishna. So there are so many considerations how how to live in this world. We have the shastra, dharma shastras. They give so many indications how to live in this world. Niti shastra, how to live in this world. But ultimately, best. Instruction How to live in this world and behave in this world is to see the behavior of devotees. That is called sadhaca. We're, dis- we're discussing what is proper behavior, sadhaca. So sadhaca, generally we think sadhaca means rising early. Well, there are differences. Nowadays people think sadhaca means just be good. Be good, don't hurt anybody. But traditionally sadhaca means more than that. It means that one should rise early, perform sadhana. From spiritual activity. so that's true. But ultimately, the de- definition of sadhacha is the behavior of sadhus. What is that verse from Vishnu Purana? Sadhachara sautcheti, swayamachritee yes. Sadhachara is. I'm not remembering now. That, that. Hmm. No, it's from vishnu Purana. I can't remember. It's quoted in the beginning of Hari Bhakti Vilas. I, I can't remember the verse. Anyway, it says that the behavior of sadhus, that is sadhacha. How, so we see how... How... What is the behavior of sadhus. That is sadhacha. So we we see how sadhus live in this world. This this Prabhupada Lilamata is very useful to see how how we should behave, how Prabhupada reacted in different circumstances. Of course it's not stereotyped. You can Prabhupada in similar circumstances acted in different ways. Many devotees used to say that it was very exciting being with Prabhupada because you could never tell you could never predict what he was going to do or say. Even sometimes devotees they tried to get Prabhupada to say something for their own benefit, but he couldn't you couldn't predict. Because Prabhupada often used to say that I want I want this book distribution is very pleasing to me. So once a devotee in the, in the mid, so many devotees were there said to Prabhupada, Prabhupada what pleases you the most? And he was thinking that Prabhupada would say, book distribution pleases me the most. So that he could say, you see, I'm a book distributor, I'm better than you. Prabhupada said, if you love Krishna. He didn't react predictably. But you can can see from Prabhupada's behavior how he acted, how he behaved. And from this we can understand how how a perfect person lives in this world and interacts with it and is always conscious of Krishna. Prabhupada said about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he said that by studying the behavior of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, even if you don't accept him as God, if you simply accept him as a as a great Vaishnav, you can understand what is the behavior of Vaishnav, how to live as a Vaishnav. And sometimes, very difficult to understand, even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, how he rejected Chota Haridas. Fully rejected, apparently. Even though his... All his followers, and even those, Paramananda Puri, Chaitanya Mahaburu respected what he, he accepted him as guru. But even Paramananda Puri requested that you please allow Chota Haridas to come. He wouldn't. He, he said, No, you all stay here in Shanghai, Krishna. I'm leaving. You, you let him come back in the society of Vaishnavas. But I will go. So very apparently harsh but he wanted to establish what are the principles of religion what is that kusham api komao then vajra api kotor that is given soft as a soft as a lotus and hard as a thunderbolt so may be very difficult to understand but the basic principle is that how one should always think of krishna how to please krishna how to please Guru and Krishna. And not only think like that, but understand what Guru and Krishna want and act in such a way. And it's not possible to satisfy everybody. By satisfying Krishna, we may make enemies. That's also quite possible. We may be rejected by society. That's also quite possible. We may be rejected by those who are very close to us on the material platform. But that is the meaning of Krishna consciousness, that we have to make our relationship with Krishna. And actually, such a person will be pleasing to all. There may be a few exceptions. Someone, even, however well-behaved a devotee is, they may not appreciate that. But basically, a devotee's behavior is pleasing to all, but not artificially. It's just like in England, when you are young, if you come from somewhat cultured family, you are taught to say, please, thank you. Whenever anyone gives you something, you say, thank you. You find in England people all the time saying, thank you. And when they come to India, they, they immediately learn, what is the word for thank you? And they're all the time saying, "dhanyavad," And they learn, kripaya. They're all the same time, kripaya, kripaya, pass the salt, give me your mercy, pass the salt, whatever it may be don't put so they you learn all these things how to behave in a pleasing manner but many times it's artificial even though the behavior may be nice it's it's an artificial covering over bad feeling they they don't actually like the person but is superficially polite. So that you could say that's some kind of culture. But more cultured is to love Krishna, by which one will love all others, and not artificial. Not artificially. I think there are many devotees who join this film from the Western countries. One of the main reasons they join... There are various factors, but society, people, the whole society is very artificial. There's no, people are very shallow in their relationships. They don't actually, no one really cares for each other. and Even though they, they may be polite, but there's, there's no real feeling for others. And people, they're making a show. They're doing a drama. They're imitating some, in, in their behavior. They're acting in a way, but it's all very artificial. They're imitating some film stuff. I've seen in India also now, I've seen the young boys, they're playing cricket, and the mannerisms, it must be, I mean, I don't watch cricket on TV, but I can just imagine the way they stand, leaning on the bat, and they're flicking the ball like this. I'm, I'm sure they must have picked this up watching TV. They're imitating the cricket players on TV, the way... This kind of cool behavior that the cricket player, and then when they catch someone out, then rah, they, they scream like they, they must have learned this all from TV. So, like that, everyone is simply imitating what they saw on TV, they learn their behavior from TV and from cinema, and it's all very shallow, artificial people. So, devotee, he, he's not artificial, he's very. Re- real in his behavior and that's very attractive to real behavior. it may mean sometimes it may be very harsh also Prabhupada was also sometimes very harsh but he was he was dealing with people in a manner not simply to keep the peace or make he wanted that people will think nicely of him he didn't care even there was the deity installation of the the deities were being installed in Amsterdam and the national television of Holland was there. And the devotees, Prabhupada came for the sermon and devotees had done anything wrong that the devotees could have done, they did it wrong. And Prabhupada was just chastising them, like shouting at them. It was all on TV, national TV. Prabhupada was smashing them just continuously for like two hours. This was on national TV and Prabhupada was just continuously Chastising the devotees and calling them bad names and shouting at them. Afterwards, the town president Prabhupada was staying in an apartment outside. Afterwards, the town president came and said to Prabhupada, "Prabhupada, you know, we, we, we did everything wrong. We're very sorry." "No, oh, that's all right. It doesn't matter. You're inexperienced. It's my duty to chastise you," he said. But he didn't care what the TV, what they thought. He wasn't simply putting on a show. He said, directly. This women's liberation question came up. Prabhupada directly told. He knew that that the, all the reporters didn't like it. That, that question came Some woman reporter came and said, Now I wanted to ask you about your views of women's labor, liberation. Prabhupada said, Well, first of all I said, Well, maybe, maybe he, he was... Li- Joking, he said, Well, maybe you don't want to hear. Then he said, Anyway, Prabhupada was speaking the truth. Satyavadi. Satyam bruyat. Priyam bruyat. But Satyam is not priyam. Satyam is apriya. No one wants to hear the truth. If you speak the truth, they'll beat you with sticks. They want to hear priya asatya. Not apriya satya. The du- devotee's duty is to speak the truth. Hare Krishna. Is there any question about this? Yes. Uh, I read according to one of the books that uh, when Lord Chaitanya was uh, addressed as Supreme Lord, he used to cover his ears Yeah. because he was in the mood of a devotee. Yeah. Then uh, why do we worship Lord Chaitanya as God? As God. Why do- Chaitanya Mahabhu didn't like to be called God. He didn't like to hear, he would cover his ears. Then why do we worship Him as God? He didn't, personally during his Leela, he was relishing that. But uh, he came actually t- to deliver everyone, and the process is to worship Him one should worship him by the process of Sankirtan he'll be very, that is the direction in Shastra so he'll be very pleased with that of course sometimes he did establish that he was God also but when he was in the mood of a devotee that should be accepted but sometimes he revealed that he is God also and accepted worship as God Anyway, it's got nothing to do with the class. What's your question? Hare what is the meaning of Hare? Srimati Radharani, yes, means the Shakti of Krishna. So Yoga is also the Shakti of Krishna. But the Adya Shakti, generally the Shaktas, those who are worshippers of Shakti, they say that Adya Shakti or the original Shakti is Durga. But actually the Adya Shakti is Radharani. Let me chant like Krishna, let me कृष्ण Krishna, let me chant Krishna, let me Krishna.